we think we're ready for marketing because we're getting good results for our clients, which is true. But we haven't done that final loop of being able to get their ratings, reviews, recommendations to be able to demonstrate that. So we have problem solution fit. I can solve people's problems because I can help them easily articulate the problem they solve. And we know their solution works. So we have problem solution fit, but I don't, I don't call the first phase that. I call fault problem solution proof. This is Digital Marketing. Hey everyone, this is Mark DeGrasse, the president of Digital Marketer, and this is the podcast that keeps you up to date on everything you need to know when it comes to digital marketing, from the platforms you'd be focused on to the kind of tactics and tools that are working today. Today, our guest is Kevin Barber, the head of growth at Lean Labs and a marketing mastermind member here at Digital Marketer. He's launching a new growth accelerator uh, because of some of the you know happenings in the market. So we're going to talk about uh, what's going on today, uh, why you had to redevelop the growth accelerator, and what other marketers could learn about uh, serving our modern customers that are now, uh, you know, I think they're having bigger expectations. So let's just start with that. What are you seeing uh, different today that, you know, you didn't see a year or two years ago? Right. So, and if we do this right, like all, all, we are going to be able to make our marketing better today, right? So thanks for having me on. What do we see today? Like, it's like, the biggest problem is, is there's an oversupply of vendors. There's an oversupply of providers for most problems. Right. And and we're trying to go out and we're trying to outmarket, outsell, and outperform so we can outgrow our competition. Uh, but a lot of times we're doing some of the right steps, but we're doing them in a way wrong order. We're not seeing results from our marketing and we're wondering what's going on. And like uh, and we got to fix that. Like we got to come back to a principle, repeatable, like you know, step by step. Uh, process to to get marketing campaigns out, make sure they're effective, so that when we go out and and make our big investments, we're not guessing. No, you know, not. like at the at the end of the day, that's the deal. We're out there trying to scale. Like the number one question I get when I take calls, and I still take a few, uh, even with sales team, I like to keep keep fresh. But the the number one question is, how can you help us scale? And then my number one response is, scale what? Oh. What do you have that is is proven? Uh, proven magnetic message, proven conversion path, proven, you know, whatever that I can go and scale. And and normally the answer is, I, I, I don't, I don't have those things. Oh, you're not looking to scale. You're looking for traction. Mm. Does that make sense? You're looking for a foundation of a narrative that turns someone from cold into a call. And like, if you don't have that, bluntly speaking, not trying to be anti-marketing, but you might want to dial back that spend until you mm. do. Like, cause you're trying to put a fuel in an engine that you don't know if it runs or even worse, you have data to prove that it doesn't run, oh. you know, like you're still spinning the fuel, like, oh no, turn that pump off <laughs> for just a minute. Like, like, cause, uh, cause otherwise, you know, like lighting a match, that's like, that's going to be dangerous. So, so like, that's the deal. And then like uh, you mentioned that we're relaunching the, the growth accelerator. We launched it in 2020 in COVID when everyone had to switch to digital and then, uh, and we put a lot of brands through it, probably too many at a time, because like at that moment there was a mad rush, right? Like, but it's something the market needed. We did it and it, it was effective, um, but it was not crazy profitable. It was exhausting. Mm. Um, and then we, and then in 2021, 2022, when, you know, like 
but we grew dramatically in that period of time. Uh, we put it, we, we shelved it until we could figure out how to systemize it. Mm. So, uh, so that we could do something, but at the end of the day, I think it's actually probably going to become our most needed thing because most companies are not actually ready to do really scale marketing. What, what they need to do is they need to build their marketing foundation. Mm. first. So I, I created a program to create my ideal customer. My ideal customer can come with a few questions answered. And, and like my goal of this podcast is to lay out what those are. So that everyone listening can be like, do I have these things? And if not, go get them, go get them, go get them and then test them and know that they're right. You don't have to scale a, a, a campaign out to the market for six months and spend six figures to know if your message works. You can just jump on a couple sales calls this week. Right. Like you could jump on a couple sales calls and test this message. You can publish a couple things on LinkedIn and test it. You can you can boost it out on Twitter for 50 bucks and see if you get engagement. You know what I mean? Like like you can you can test the messaging out before you just guess a whole new website and guess a whole new campaign and guess all the content that goes with it, driving it into an engine that you haven't you haven't actually drove around the track yet. You know, so uh, so I think that that. Uh, that, that's that's going to be the message for today. If you like it, like, well, let's talk about how to do it. You know oh, I mean? yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, I, I think, you know, that kind of data-driven approach, like, you know, collecting all the information was really tough. And then, you know, to date, a lot of people have made marketing this kind of abstract activity that like, oh, no, it's it's helping things. I can't tell you exactly the path or why, but the marketing's helping. And, and now that's not really acceptable anymore. I think, you know, unless you have, oh, yeah. you know, your KPI set up, you know, every step of the path because you've tested it and you've, uh, you know, adjusted it accordingly to make sure that you're maximizing every dollar spent, then you're wasting time. You know, you're doing branding and you're doing authority building you're doing all these things that you can't make an ROI. How do you expect me to make an ROI on that? Uh, and that's not really what people want to see anymore. So I, I love the concept. And I also love the concept of the engine that you're talking about, where it's like, you know, it, something could be going wrong and the engine could still be working, but it's not working well. And there's a good chance it's going to break catastrophically, right. potentially at any moment. And then you're right. really going to be in trouble. So, so yeah, walk me through the process of how you, you know, do this kind of uh, response driven uh, strategic creation versus hopes hopes and dreams. Yeah. Yeah. So, so in my opinion, there's, there's kind of a, I I call it a growth loop. Okay. But Uh if you picture like the affinity symbol, um, that's kind of a growth loop. And and the basic concept that we want to build is we want to be able to drive awareness that drives acquisition, that drives activation. And I'll give my quick definition. I'm assuming you're an innovative company that has a sales team and you're looking, you're in order to make sales, you need to uh, drive, you need to win sales calls. I'm assuming that's who I'm talking to. Makes cool. Sense. So if you can't sell a meeting, you can't sell your stuff. Right. Um, and so the, the idea is, is that you need to have that side of the line working. So you need to be able to drive interesting, valuable, engaging content that, that has people take next steps. That's the, that's the drawing of whether it works. I don't care how many views you got. I don't care how any many, it's how many people took the next step, uh, and in, in order to acquire them, right. It's, kind of customer value journey, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to we want to convert them, we want to excite them, uh, and we want to ascend them normally into a meeting, okay? And the deal is, is that when we go out there doing that, I want to just zoom out for a minute and talk about what we're ascending them into. Mm. Uh, because if that bucket's broken, I'm sorry, you don't have leads for pipeline. And then the second side of the growth loop, real quick before we go into it, 
is, well, once I, once I get revenue, once I win a customer, I don't believe that's the end of the journey, right? Now what I want to do is I want to get that customer result, mm. okay? I want to get ratings, reviews, recommendations. I want to drive retention and I want them driving referrals. Because if I can't, if I can't get, if I can't keep my customers and I can't get more customers from my customers, or at least have my customers building my brand for me, that side of the that side of the the engine is broken. Hmm. Does that make sense? So so there's two things you got to get going. Is you got to I, I believe I believe delivering our product is a function of marketing because it has to come back into getting that rating review result you know, recommendation, because, because at the end of the day, what separates us from everybody else is our track record. Mm. Right. And we, we underinvest in that. So here's kind of what I think the right steps are in the right order. And then feel free to like tune it as you wish, but, but this is what we take customers to first through. Normally what I ask customers right up front, potential customers, right. Is what problem do you solve? And then normally what they say is, well, we help companies blank. I'm like, that's not a problem. <laughs> Does it make sense? Like, like what the what is the problem that you solve? What is the big costly problem that you solve? And normally they can get to a pretty good answer, right? Like, so like if you're a marketing agency, you don't help them set up websites. That's not that, that that's that's a that's a path to an outcome. Mm-hmm. It is not an outcome itself, right? Uh, what it is is they don't have companies have underperforming marketing or they have no leads to sell to. Like those are two big problems. So my marketing costs me money instead of makes me money, or I have nobody to sell to and I have sales to people. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, like those are problems. And then, then the, the other side of that. Real quick right? on the, pro- the problem that you described, the problem that they actually are saying is uh, the customer doesn't use my service yet. <laughs> right. That's right. literally the problem that they're outlining. So I love their approach. Yeah. And like, that's a great distinction. Because most most marketing, and I'm using my eight fingers as air quotes for everyone on the podcast, uh, most marketing isn't actually marketing. It's just promotion. This is Mm. my thing. This is my thing, pull out your wallet. This is my thing, pull out your wallet. Oh, this is my thing. You don't have to pull out your wallet yet. Book a call. You know, like um, think about pulling out your wallet. (laughs) Right. So that, but bring your wallet to the call. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, like that's, that's something you can only do to an audience that knows you, likes you, trusts you. Like if you have a huge YouTube following, you have a loyal, fo- loyal podcast listeners, you can actually send them that page. Mm-hmm. Does it make sense? But when you're going out to a cold market and you're trying to drive awareness for the first time, promotion is like the chances of that failing is like, like north of 80%. Does it make sense? Because you're, you're, you're asking people to take actions and they're like, who this, <laughs> you know? Um, so like the, the first step is what's the problem you solve. And then the second one is what's the outcome you deliver. And I have a rule that I talk through in my intensive and it's the outcome that you deliver beyond what the current market already provides. Mm. Cause if you're just providing the same outcome that everyone else does, you're not a leader, you're a feeder. You're just lining up on, on the trough going, I'd like to get a little bit of that too, but there's nothing that actually makes me special. I'm just kind of lining up on the trough, hoping to get some scraps, you know, that's a very difficult brand to market. Yeah. Well, well, it's never going to, you know, lead to a repeat customer. Well, and I love your distinction between the the promotion and the, uh, what marketing actually is, which is integrated into every aspect of the business. And honestly, I think that's why people really discount marketing and the marketing department in most companies anyways, because it's just about acquisition. And then nobody gives a crap about marketing after that happens. 
I would allege that when you have siloed marketing and sales, you don't have a marketing department, you have a promotion department, right? And, and you haven't figured out what marketing is. Marketing is changing beliefs with the intent of a sale and then following through to make sure the story is true. Uh, I tell my team, I actually have this, I have a couple of new team members. I have a meeting tomorrow to retrain my team on this, that there's, there's only three stories in one job. There's the story we tell ourselves. There's the story we tell the market about what we're doing. So the story we tell ourselves about who we are and who we're becoming. The story that we're telling the market about what we're doing as a brand. The story we're telling our team around their mission, their role, and their future inside of that company. And then our job is to make those stories true. Oh. Like, like that's what marketing is. Love that. Sense? That's a great definition. Like, so, so like, if you can't articulate the outcome that you deliver beyond what the market currently offers, you're not ready for marketing. Pretty simple. You know what I mean? Because, because now we're like, it, we're at a spot where we're like, we, we can help you with that too. Those campaigns tend to massively underperform. Do you want to be the, the one that tries to figure that out? So like there is a, if you do, if you Google growth and moat, I think you're going to find that standard innovation pyramid where there's the bottom left quadrant, just kind of draw four squares, you know, um, on, on your, on any sheet of paper, the bottom left quadrant is small business, which mm -hmm. by the way, will get to a certain level and then it will struggle. And then there's the market leader in the top right quadrant. Okay. That has 70% normally of the business. That's one or two companies driving 70%, sometimes three companies battling for the top and everyone else is battling for the bottom 30%. Okay. Uh, and now the, and most small businesses think that if they just apply promotion or marketing, that they can just move into the top quadrant, even though they're less known, less funded, their metrics are less converting. Right. And somehow through, you know, hope and imagination is just going to get them there. But that's not how most companies get there. Normally what happens is they either go to the top left quadrant, which is differentiated. Mm. So which is, I can get people get a better result than they're getting with all the other small businesses. So I'm able to, 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 to do more and therefore charge more, which means I therefore can get a bigger impact. And then I can take some of that, that I charge and I can put it into better marketing. You got to go, you got to become better like fundamentally better. Uh, and part of that is having an outcome that you deliver, or you got to go disruptive, which mm. means you can win by like going, that's an overserved market where people are paying too much to get a result. And I'm going to figure out how to do it, not for a nickel less, like, but I'm going to do it for, for 70%, 80%, 90% less. I'm going to change how this is getting done. Right. Instead of doing this with humans, I'm doing it with AI right? Uh, in five minutes, right? Like that's disruptive and I'm charging accordingly. Like you're only going to get to market leader by either being highly differentiated or you're going to get there by being highly disruptive. Those are your roads because like small business who just rolls up a website and starts publishing blogs and ads doesn't move to that spot. They don't. So, so like most of the time we're not ready for marketing. We got to get really think about what's the outcome we deliver. And do we do that in a, in a differentiated way or do we do that in a disruptive way? And you got to pick. Oh, you know, well, it sounds so simple when you break it down like that, because you get rid of all the fluff of, you know, kind of branding and what it means to have a company and values and mission and blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, just worry about those two things, because if you want to hit that top spot, unless you have one of them down pat, then you're going to be just another guy. Right. 
Hey everyone, I wanted to quickly interrupt the podcast for a special announcement. If you're listening to this podcast because you want to become a better marketer, then I want to share with you what I believe to be the most comprehensive digital marketing program on the market today. It's called the Digital Marketing Mastery Certification. You'll learn to leverage the tools and channels to predictably and profitably drive awareness, leads, sales, and referrals. Everything you need to know to become a true master of digital marketing. We'll take an in-depth look at the core digital marketing competencies, including content, email, social media, community, digital advertising, data and optimization, and more. After earning your digital marketing strategy certificate, you'll have the tools to effectively reach your target audience through a full scope marketing strategy. Get started today at digitalmarketing.com slash strategy cert. And here's the deal. I think I have figured out, uh, we were figuring out the other day, I've done somewhere between 500 and 700 uh, analytic audits mm. looking through websites. We don't, I didn't really track the numbers, but I've done a lot, right? And and most of the time we can't articulate because like you can't just, we think we're ready for marketing because we're getting good results for our clients, which is true. But we haven't done that final loop of being able to get their ratings, reviews, recommendations to be able to demonstrate that. So we have problem solution fit. I can solve people's problems because I can help them easily articulate the problem they solve. Yeah. And we know their solution works. So we have problem solution fit, but I don't, I don't call the first phase that. I call fault problem solution proof. Mm. Can you prove it? Can you prove it? And, and what I want is indisputable evidence that you that back all of your claims of what you're able to do. Does it make sense? Like, like, and so I can't just have that testimonial say they did a good job for me. I need like, okay, well, we say this is the outcome we deliver. We're going to cut your costs 50%. Great. I want to know what your costs were before, what your costs were after, how long it took and what the key steps were. I want that in the testimonial. You do that five, six, seven times on this part of your business. That's, and they're relatively recent. We're not pulling this from 2014. That's problem solution proof. Let's like, and like, and here are the steps that I do that. Cause normally what you need after you have that outcome you deliver is you need a way to justify why you're better. You say you're better. You got to have a way to justify it. What is it that you do that's different? What is your, what's your edge? Right. So, so do you have a, do you have a, do you have a system that you take? Do you have an application that you use? Do you have a, a better process? Don't tell me that you have more experience. You have more experience than the market leader. Really? <laughs> don't tell me you have on staff experts and don't tell me you're a better value because in my opinion, better value is we charge a little bit less than the competition because we don't know how to charge more no. than the competition. That's well, what that, that's what I believe that means. So like, so what happens is, is like when I ask for what is our, our unique positioning, what is it that we're doing that makes us better? We come up with experience, expertise, or we're a better value, but those, those don't say anything. And oftentimes Please take no offense. They're just not true. Like the competitors have been around longer and they have more people and they're doing more volume. How do they not have more experience? Yeah. You know or, I mean? or why are they not better? You know, it's kind of right. like, well, the evidence shows that they are. <laughs> you can right. argue it on individual points, but overall, if you can't show the evidence of, no, this is why we're better. And here's the case study. And here's the first party data that we collected. And here's the blah, 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 blah. That's right. evidence. And, it's not hope. And then here's the deal for anyone listening that I just pushed into imposter syndrome. Just so you know, that what makes us better is not a function of tearing down your business and rebuilding it. It is a function of marketing. It is coming up with a framework of the thing that you do that is systematic and repeatable and therefore sellable of like, these are the process. These are the three steps I'm going to take you through to get a result, 
right? And these steps work because of X, Y, and Z. Example, example, example. And you're using the experience that you have to demonstrate a framework that just makes sense. In an ideal world, all three steps are valuable to the customer, even if they didn't do the next step because they're like valuable, valuable, valuable. Wow, I'm interested in this. Easy. Does it make sense? It so does. Like, but, well, that's it, what marketing it, is. It is easy, but it does require an entire shift because I, I think you're completely right that when people think marketing, they're actually thinking promotion and that's not marketing. Well, it's technically a marketing function, but it's such a, a small part of it. The The real part of it is establishing what you're talking about, which is you know problem solution proof and just doing that constantly. It, it's, it's Jim Rohn's definition of easy. Mm. And Jim Rohn's definition of easy is something that you can do. You can do this. <laughs> That's great. So if you could do it, it's easy. Like, you know, like, so like I can just do this myself. Absolutely. So, so that's the deal. And then, uh, and then what happens is, is like, oh, can we talk about messaging for a minute? Cause this comes in front of all of our lead magnets and our funnels and all of our stuff. Like in my opinion, uh, the market by default is a no mm. by default. Cold market is a no, it's no by default. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you have. I don't know that I need it. I don't know why I would do it from you. Why I would even trust you. Like we, in my company, so they got, you got avatars, you got personas, you got ideal customer profiles. We do ideal customer profiles. You got to pick which language you like, right? Mm -hmm. um, so whichever language you like, right? So we do ideal customer profiles and we just had an epiphany that we're doing the wrong thing. That's where we want to get them to. Like that's where at the end of the day, we're going to change their mindset and their beliefs to become our ideal customer profile. Who are we marketing to? We had to create something new. We had to create the cold customer profile. Ooh, that's a great. This is, this is where they're at. This is how they're thinking today. This is their, all the reasons they're going to reject our message or see it as the same as somebody else's that, that they, um, they're not, that they already chose not to do this. Does it make sense? Oh That's gosh. why they don't I'm have a solution. I'm so stealing that. <laughs> so like when you, and you know, I'm just letting you know, the inspiration for this is from the Ryan Dice with Ooh. the before and after grid. This is before and after grid. Like we should make our personas around the before. This is where they're at. Now, what is their, you know, the demographics don't change. The firmographics of what makes somebody a good customer doesn't change, mm. right? But the psychographics are fundamentally different between someone who is a cold customer versus someone who has been through our marketing and marketing is changing beliefs with the intent of a sale. It's showing them that the way they're doing it is broken, that there's gaps in the way some of the big guys are doing it and that you have a proven process to get them the result that they want. That's what marketing is. Does it make sense? And inside of that, you have to anticipate what are the reasons that they wouldn't want to do it inside of that cold customer profiles, all their objections, all their beliefs of why, it won't work for them, mm. or it'll take too much time, or it's going to go over costs and over budget. Yeah, uh, you know, like all those objections. And your job with your marketing is to address them. That's what marketing is. Like, and when you have that, and then you go test it out. You test it out on sales calls. You test it out on LinkedIn posts. Just go live. Do a whiteboard webinar. Get you whiteboard. Now, I don't tend to do the whiteboard because I have bad handwriting. So what I do is I get post-it notes and I really carefully draw it out and before, and I just do one note at a time. Oh, <laughs> like that's, that's how I do it. But uh, and I show it to the camera and people are like, it, it kind of works. Um, but the deal is, is like, you know, you, you got to go test the material. 
before you go build a website, what are you doing? You're just going to gamble. Yep. You know, you're going to spend six months, six figures, rolling out a website, marketing that website, just to find out if your message works. It, it's upside down. So we're doing some of the right steps. We need we need some of these things, but we're doing them in the wrong order. And you can get traction way faster by focusing on these things. That, that's the idea. Man, that's fantastic. Uh, and it's a complete system. You know, we always talk about the marketing ecosystem and all the different pieces of it. But the way you break it down, it just makes it sound obvious. And I think those are right. always the, the best definitions because, you know, you try, I, I try to explain all the time, like, Hey, here's why marketing's broken right now and why it's been broken for at least the last 15 years or so. And then explain what marketing actually is always, you run into that block because people just can't understand like, no, marketing is a billboard. Like marketing is a email campaign. Right. Like it's like, no, those are just activities. <laughs> right. So yeah. And like, in my opinion, the, your goal is to build a base of people that know you, like you, follow you, trust you, and you can promote to them but, and probably have a pretty decent conversion rate. But now what are you doing to build that list? That's what marketing is, you know? Um, and then the idea is, is that sometimes because we're lean labs and we work with tech startups, um, mostly we're working series A, series B companies, right? That this only applies to small brands. I would like to dispel that for a moment. Mm. Um, like one of my um, clients was marketing manager at a tech startup and she went to a $200 million company. Um, decent size company, right? Mm -hmm. They couldn't answer any of these questions because they didn't get there through digital marketing. Mm. Does it make sense? So it's for anyone who who's their digital marketing channel is not doing seven figures net new revenue growth. I don't care if you're a $220 million company, like they're getting it all through affiliated sales. They had a big value added reseller program. Mm. That's where all their deals come from. They wanted their marketing to just turn on and work. I'm like, I'm sorry, these are the principles we got to go through. You know what I mean? Like, like to get this message right. We can't just say here we are because even for a company of that size, no one's ever heard of you. Like it doesn't just because you've been around 10 years or doing, you know, uh, eight or nine figures, it, I don't believe it changes, you know? And when I go to that company and I look for reviews for undisputable proof that they're excellent, I found none, you know? And it's like, oh, wait, so you think they're going to book a call with you for an hour, but they're not going to spend two seconds to Google you first? Uh, that's So like, like I can make your marketing campaign more effective if we just do the things that you want, but in a different order. And yeah. uh, I have to say it that way versus saying, hey, we're not going to do any of those things right now because like that feels like a big halt, but we're going to do the things you want, but we're going to do them in different order is basically the marketing <laughs> massage the message of that because it's just going to make, it's going to make it more effective and, and, I can't afford for my brand to gamble that their guesses are right. How can they afford it for their brand? You know, like, so like, like if we want to talk about what we got to change in marketing, this is it. No, I, I think, you know, it's a, the timing is perfect too. Cause I think with a lot of these new tools coming out, like I think the ad doing ads is going to get easier and easier, which is going to add to, you know, the cost of advertising because more and more companies are going to be able to get online and do effective advertising because the tools are more automated, easier, more approachable, all that kind of stuff. So how do you stay competitive, you know, when you could potentially be have a loss on your first sale 
is what you're talking about, which is marketing. It's not just about providing a promotional offer and a single product and blah, blah, blah. No, it's how do you turn somebody from your cold avatar into your ideal, you know, client profile or, or avatar? Yeah. And so we're not an advertising focused company. So just take that as my disclaimer here, but I'm going to say something that I think hopefully will come out smart. Um, so Alex Becker, I really like something that he put in a video about how he runs ads. He should know mm. something about running ads, given he has a whole platform that's all about optimizing them, you know? Um, and the deal is, is that he's like every ad ever made is about three things, result, system, time frame. This is the result I'm going to get you. This is the amount of time it's going to take you to get that result. This is the system that we use to get it. And then I went on that for a while until we did this growth accelerator. And I'm like, no, it's missing one. He crushes it in every ad, but he didn't mention it in his framework. It's actually one more. So it's result, system, timeframe, proof. proof. For example, this client, this is the steps. This is the result. This client, these are the steps. This is the result. This big client, this small client, this client in this industry, this client in this industry. And you're targeting each of the examples of who you're wanting to attract. Like it's result, system, timeframe, proof. And and Alex is doing all those. Just when he said his RST, he forgot the P. So, <laughs> you know. Uh, he left so out like, the good like, stuff. <laughs> right. Like the proof is what has them go, oh, I can see this for me. Yes logically and or emotionally right. or however yeah, you hit you hit on an example that fits my business you know like that's the deal and i now recognize this ad was wasn't made by ai because i was saying this to one of our team members earlier today what's the difference between human created marketing campaigns and ai created marketing campaigns well ai created marketing campaigns are all about what ai thinks you want to hear yeah Okay. But human created marketing campaigns are backed by actual experience. So make sense. So, so AI may be able to understand what you want to hear, but, but a human, you can even take your ideas from AI if you're not mm -hmm. starting there. I mean, come on, wake up, let's go. Um, but then what you got to do is you got to back that with the experience of actually having done this stuff and be able to demonstrate that compelling result that outperforms the market. And like, that's where your stuff still has to come in. And you got to be able to explain your system and process to get there. And you have to have examples of proof for each of the ideal customers that you're trying to serve. And my strong suggestion is to serve one really well. Makes your marketing focused. Uh, when that works, expand, you know? Love that. So, well, it's, you know, again, you, you explain it so simply that it seems obvious and everything like that, but... Well, all you have uh, to do is like struggle with this for 15 years. And years. Well, no, that, your AI, you know, conclusion is, is fantastic too, where it's like, yeah, I could, you know, produce a result and it'll be based off of the inputs and whatever, but it can incorporate the human experience and what you, you know, can visualize for your customer and what's going to happen. It's just, it's just not possible. And even if it could, it's not going to fit your business necessarily. And I always tell people, it's like, you know, the only marketing system that's really going to work is the one that is produced for your company specifically and for the people running the company or the customers that buy from the company and all this kind of stuff. But it's custom and it has to be because you have a unique solution and you have a unique customer. And that's the only way the two come together is by yeah, so the process. 100%. And on that AI note for a second, like my prompt, it's not going to try to guess that. But what it does do is it goes, here are the suggested types of proof points that would illustrate this point. Mm. Like here are the proofs that you need because 
I don't know how to make it know what the proofs are. And I can definitely have it go, here's the proofs that would back this point really well. And then what I do is I go into my story bank called my brain. And I'm like, oh yeah, this client, Ashley. Oh yeah, Robert. That that's Those are two great stories to illustrate these proof points. So I have my AI going, here are the proof points that are going to back these claims. Because otherwise you're just you're just pushing promises out into the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say proposals are promise books. Um, they're just promise books, right? But yeah. if you can back them with proof and you can back every claim with a proof point, I mean, it, now we've moved into indisputable evidence that you can deliver what you're saying, you know? Wow. So so like put proof points into your AI prompts uh, and you're still going to have to do some work, sorry, but, uh, but, but that's going to make our marketing better. Ah, I love that. Well, and, and really what you're talking about, you know, providing the proof is just turning the marketing department into every other department. You know, I think it, it's why marketing a lot of times lives on this island outside of the, you know, core organization is because we don't have this proof. We don't have the systems. We don't have the evidence. To we're not on this. We it's worse than that. Even if I could just double down. Oh yeah. We're not on the sales call. We don't know what the objections are. <laughs> right. We're not on the success team. We don't know what the wins are in our own expletive company. Yep. You know what I mean? Totally and yet same. we're out there marketing, right? Like, well, yeah, it's we're going to decide what everybody wants. And it's like, no, you're not. You might get lucky, right. you know, and maybe if you try enough time. And that's really what the, the process has been to date is, you know, no, just try stuff, throw mud at the wall. And then eventually you'll come up with something that's probably going to work. But what happens most of the time is you come up with a single solution that works, which is an extremely dangerous situation for any company. Because if that one system that you found out works breaks, now everything's broken and you're not going to be able well, to recover or you're going to have to reinvent yourself. And a lot of marketing does that well, right? So we have this one thing that's working. So it works well for our email newsletter. Mm-hmm. Like those subscribers, that list of 3,000, 30,000 doesn't matter list people. Uh, we're able to get good results from because, you know, we got past some of those trust pillars. Mm. But then when I try to roll that out cold, it tanks. Like this this comes back to help understand why. Because eventually that list of 3,000, 30,000, 300,000, they're either going to have decided to buy or not. Yeah. So what are you doing to, to grow that? And I think marketing to a warm list of people that love you is different than marketing to people that have never heard of you. And that's when it comes back to these fundamentals. Um, you can promote to people that love you, you know, yeah. but but you can't promote to a cold market a complicated, innovative product that requires sales and just expect that to be profitable out of the gate. That marketing is required first. So, yes. so that's cool. Well, I, I love all your definitions. I love the the concept of the cold avatar. Uh, definitely going to use that. And, and you're right. It goes perfectly with the before and after grid, but we don't usually segment the before to say like, here's where everybody exists and here's how you have to, you know, come up with your messaging versus just using it as a visualization approach for creating content or ads or campaigns or whatever it is. So I make a, f- go ahead. Uh, oh no, I was going to say like, when's the, when's the boot camp start? <laughs> oh, well, we're rolling this out with uh, some known uh, so when we remake it, the first version, just bluntly, it's going to just be a little bit uh, verbose, right? Then we're going to get some questions. We're rolling out our beta group in August, nice. which just contacts that we know, people that we know, we talk to, we've met places, and then uh, and then we're gonna we're gonna get the feedbacks. We're gonna figure out how to edit that, you know, condense that down in our first beta group, and then we're gonna roll that out uh, in late September. So that's the deal. Fantastic. So that well, way I- it's. Uh, 
it seems like an entire system and it it is i think it's a very modern approach because i you know i'm trying to get people on the train of you know marketing can't be siloed individual tasks can't be siloed and unless you're incorporating this messaging into an entire organization you're going to get a half result if that uh versus right. doing what you're talking about which is finding the evidence can i go behind the scenes for a second of course like we talked about finding the evidence can i tell you why i'm doing a beta group Oh, yes, please. Okay, cool. So first off, yes, I don't know exactly how, like, I want to make my program to where you can do it in four weeks, but gosh, darn it, you're through it in six. Well, I haven't exactly figured out exactly how long it takes each of those milestones. So I'm going to prove that, you know what I mean? Like, so I need to get that. But the other thing I need is I'm going to go make freaking wins for every single person in that group because now I have all the problem solution proof I need. I need I have all the messaging that I need in order to roll this out. Like we'd be crazy to just roll it out and have no evidence of something coming through the new program. I'd have to go back to my 2020 stuff, right? So like I'm running a beta group specifically to do what I'm talking about is to go through and get them a result, get their ratings, reviews, recommendations, and they're all going to be 2023. Like, like that's how we got to change our thinking around our marketing campaigns. Love that. Well, and I love that you're, you know, uh, walking the walking the walk, right? Or walking the talk. What's the way to say it? You know, you don't just talk about it because a lot of times when when marketers launch products, it's like I hope you're like this is going to be amazing based on our previous results, but it doesn't technically have anything to do with the current product, and that's a mistake too. Just do a month of testing. You know, you're not talking about a year launch or something, you're like, no, we're going to get it up. We're going to talk to people. We're going to, uh, you know, provide evidence or collect the evidence. And maybe the evidence says that it's terrible. You know, that's always a possibility too. And being able to accept that that's a possibility is also, you know, part of mature marketing. Yeah. When I rolled out my intensive, um, there's going to be friction in it. Right. So like, I'll give you an example. Um, in one of the sessions I talked about the, 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 the math of growth. We talk about LTV to CAC ratio. And I talked about it for about 20 minutes before someone else, someone kind of raised their hand in the Zoom and they're like, what's CAC? And I'm like, wait, I've been talking about this for 20 minutes. Maybe I should define my terms. Like, that's a fair question. You know All what right. I mean? Uh, and uh, and like, so like the other reason we're doing the beta group is to trim get all that out. Like, oh, update deck definition first, why it matters second. Now we'll go into it, no. you know? I love it. Well, and it's so, an uh, educational focused approach. And I, you know, digital marketer, we love that. Right. So like, and inside of this process is like, there's just so many wins to align with like, what are the questions of success getting asked? And then turn that into marketing, like, like turn that into marketing, all the stuff. So that's where we got to get out of that promotion. Like we're over here just doing Hamster driving wheel. traffic and leads thinking and into this marketing as part of all the pieces that drive sales calls, biggest question, why would someone not want a sales call, right? Or what is someone actually going to get out of a sales call? I'm like, don't sell your widget, sell the call, oh, you know, um, because that's what, that's the sell we need to make. Yeah, nothing <laughs> um, matters. We need to sell the call. So like most of our marketing doesn't sell the end product that sells the call. Yeah, so, so like, so like we're, it's inside of there's the shifts, but marketing can't do that in a silo. Very difficult. So, no, uh, so there's a lot of opportunities, uh, and we have better tools than ever. So we shouldn't be afraid. We should be just leveraging those tools to get back to the, the fundamentals that make marketing work. 
Love that. Well, and and get rid. Of, and this is probably the first time in at least modern history where a tool could actually make your life easier, you know, instantly. And that effect is going to allow us to do what we're really supposed to be doing as marketers, which is strategy. Strategy listening to the customer, aligning the company with what the customer expects and what we expect from the customer. And that's what marketing is, not uh, you know the next sale with whatever ads and content that are associated with it. So I, I think uh, I think you're onto something. So where could people learn more about uh, the beta and the, the final product, hopefully? Mm. So my, my program is launching at getgrowth.com. We're just launching that under a different URL. Um, and it's all about getting that traction and growth so that you can go scale. Right. And then, uh, and then, and I would love it. If you guys have any feedback questions, just connect with me on LinkedIn. Like, I think that's fun. And I, uh, I tend to ignore my email. So that helps, that helps send it to the right place. I usually have the backup, like send it to my production coordinator. She'll make sure that I do something about it. Uh, but that's yeah. fantastic. Well, and actually, if you're interested, I would love to talk to you about, uh, speaking at the next M3, because at that point, you'll have done your beta and I'd love to hear, you know, how the process went and just turn in kind of a, a case study of here's how to launch a product and make, uh, you know, the next step of the campaign be evidence-based or proof-based. And yeah, hundred percent. It'd be super fun. Like at the end of the day, there's, there's something in here for all of us because it's not, do I know that it's how well are we executing on this? So that makes sense. And almost every time when you go in and look at the metrics, look at the page, look at the audit, I have, I'm working on my prompts. It does all that for us. It's like, boom, it doesn't do these things. Right. Um, but the, the deal is, is that it's not whether we know it, whether we understand it, it's how well we're executing and almost mm -hmm. everyone can level up their game in these areas. Uh, and if we're not coming back at least twice a year, if not quarterly, just go, well, what do we have that's more compelling result? What do we have that's more compelling evidence? What what have we done recently? How do we turn these, you know, six uh, or twelve, you know, results into now a study, mm. right? Like like we can continually level that up. It, it, it what's cool about marketing is it's never done. No, you know, never done. So well, and, and extremely extremely evolutionary. And I think that's, that's why people like marketing, you know, like being a marketing professional is you're never going to get bored because everything that you thought worked is probably going to be broken soon. <laughs> so, right. so you got to keep on learning and you got to connect with professionals like you who are uh, very experienced and have been through the process in order to at least have some idea of how to prepare for the future. And I think you're helping people do that, which is uh, very admirable. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, so hopefully this was valuable and uh, we're going to go out and we're going to get some more magnetic messaging that is completely related to our cold customer, right? And we're not just saying, here's our stuff, please buy it. But here's this, here's the problem that you have and the outcome we deliver you that outperforms the competition. Here's exactly how we do it. Love it. Well, love your approach, love your definitions and uh, looking forward to talking to you again. We'll definitely have to have you back on to kind of do a follow-up to see how the the test group went and then, you know, but overall, I mean, you have such good explanations that I don't see how people aren't going to find uh, what they learn about themselves valuable uh, based on how you explain everything. Yeah. It'll be long winded. Then we'll trim it up. Yeah that's, that's how, yeah. that's the best way to do it. You know, and that's the fun part. Cause I love ranting. So you have an excuse this time. So live it up. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Thank you so much, Kevin. And thank you so much for listening. Be sure to hit that follow button so you can notify when all of our new episodes release. Please share this with that friend who's clueless about digital marketing. And don't forget to visit digitalmarket.com where you can access all of our courses, certifications, and training programs. Thanks again, everyone. And we'll see you next time. 
This is Digital Marketer. Get ready for the two easiest ways for you to generate product photos for your e-commerce store. I'm Lauren Petrullo, founder and CEO of Mongoose Media and Digital Marketer Academy faculty member. I've managed over 50,000 SKUs for over 100 different e-commerce sites, and I cannot tell you the importance of quality product photos. Not only are they important for your website, but they're great to be repurposed in your email marketing campaigns, your paid ad initiatives, and your organic social media content. It's imperative that you have great photos because great photos sell your products and start conversations with your consumers. There are two great solutions when seeking out quality product photos for your e-commerce site. One, UGC. We know that native user-generated content wins all day on social. When you can get your customers to share back their use of your products in their voice, in their personal applications, you will see dividends when that is repurposed in your paid ads and organic social feeds. Secondly, don't have customers or UGC yet? Not a problem. There are cost-effective solutions in which you can outsource that photography. This and so much more is covered in my modules in our e-commerce cert with Digital Marketer.